Hello, Alex, and thank you so much for joining us today in Odyssey of a Oneness, business techniques and how to start off, uh, plus managing your finances. So please provide us any information on why you started being a wealth strategist and what is your purpose? Yeah. So, hey, thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I would say um, I started this just because I was on my own purpose journey and I realized that how I was living my life was just not how I wanted to continue living my life. When I started my journey, it was less than 10 years in public accounting, working 60 and 70 hours a week. I'm also a single mom. And so for me, um, I was like, this is not how I see my life going. And so that's how I started on the journey of getting my financial house in order because I had whew, a lot of student loan debt, <laughs> you know, a significant amount of credit card debt as well. And what I found is that it was very stressful for me. And I felt almost enslaved to the six-figure career because it was like, I'm accustomed to a certain lifestyle at this point. How do I leave this? And so for a really long time, I stayed stuck. And so I think my purpose really is, is to, I actually did a, 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 a spiritual gifts test and it said that I'm a dream awakener. And so I was like, that tracks, that tracks. And so it really is about identifying and supporting. I, I love working with women because I think we just make the world go round and we do. But um, really helping people achieve their dreams. And then my special gift is the fact that I can really support you in seeing, okay, how do I financially make this happen? It's like you can, it's one thing to have a vision, to have this purpose that you want to do. But what I have found is, is when your money ain't right or your, your money's looking a little funny, sometimes it's really tough to trust that your calling that's been placed on your life that you know is like, this is what I meant to do. Sometimes when, when your money isn't right or you can't see how to do it, you just stay stuck and you don't. And so when I figured out, all right, this is how you start, I've just been able to now support other women in doing the same. That is so impactful. And you, you've you gone through your own story, right, of uh, having student loan, of being stuck, and where do I go from here? And that's the one thing that I think human beings always forget to do is ask for help, right? Sometimes we need support. We need a whole team that can support us into this next journey, even if we don't know even if we don't know, right? And what you brought up is uh, something that I always talk about, right? That fear of unknown. So what can, how, how can we overcome that fear uh, of money block when we're handling financial business? You know, I always say, you know, awareness is key, right? And so I like to say, get facts over feelings. Because a lot of times we feel like we can't, or we feel like we can, but it's the first step is to truly look at your numbers, get really clear. But like the first step is sit down and if you're somebody, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an avoider. So one of my blocks is I avoid. And so when I want to deal with something, I'm like, I'll look at it later, but sit down and actually look at your numbers. And so what that looks like is I always recommend look at like maybe like the last two months of your bank statements, your credit card statements, and look at where did your money actually go? And then consider where does your money actually need to go? Because I think a lot of times the disconnect is, is we feel like, oh my gosh, I need all this money. But when you look at what you actually spent versus actually looking at what does it cost for you to survive and live, you realize, and maybe not all the time, but sometimes you realize, wait a minute, no, I'll spend a lot of money on things that if I cut them out, I can feel comfortable to start that business, to grow that business, to actually take the steps that I need to invest in myself to actually have the business happen or take a break or whatever it is that, that your desire is. 
um, really starting with getting aware of your actual numbers. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And when we're talking about the importance of of our community supporting us as a new business owner, can you guide us to any resources that we can contact when we're starting off? Yeah. So most most states in the United States, they have this program called SCORE. S-C-O-R-E. And most cities have local chapters and you can actually request a mentor and they support you from if you're just starting out from the foundation of your business to even some marketing techniques and things like that. So and it's called SCORE and it's completely free. They also host webinars, workshops. So if you're just starting out, that is a great place to start. Sometimes there are also community resources that specifically. And what I love is especially sometimes when you're bootstrapping and you're just getting started. Free is where to st- where you can start. And I think it also helps you getting a foundation without you having to invest in a, a significant amount of money um, right to start. So that are some areas for sure. In addition to ask your friends, ask your current network. They may know people who, oh, yeah, you know, they they have they may have some services that can support you or they may know someone that can get you started. And so whether it's a free investment or a low investment leveraging your actual community around you and asking them but make sure you are working with people who are certified and know exactly what they're doing they're not guiding you the wrong way because when you're entering a space that you don't know especially when it comes to finances sometimes it can be very overwhelming so asking people about their experience is perfectly okay hey do you have experience with new business owners what is your experience like would you mind sharing that with me and asking questions so you are getting tied into the the best people to support you because what you don't want to do is build foundation on like shoddy ground. It's like you want a solid foundation. And the other thing is depending on where you are, there are also like local, um, a lot of times there are like a women's resource center. I know in my town we have a women's resource center and they host workshops. They have volunteers come in or you can sign up and actually get support as well on your endeavors. Oh, that is wonderful. That is, that's what we need, right? More, more information based, because when we're in the unknown, where do we start? How do we look? So the the fact that some, in some states, we can find resources, we can find mentors that are willing to help us out. And what you mentioned, always check the facts, always check their certificates, because, and it's also like trusting your gut intention. Is this person right for you? Right? Is this program right for you? At this moment, you need to start looking at where you are and where you want to be. And it's good that people want to jump, but it's also it's also mindful to be cautious of everybody's trying to sell you something, right? And as long as you invest in the good, as long as you invest in, uh, I I think money and currency is is an an, an energetic wave, right? What we're putting our money to is what we're going to start investing and we need to start reciprocating that. And when we start in, in places that are maybe too high for us and we're not understanding, we're going to be wasting our time instead. So it's it's so good that we actually have resources that are going to help out novice business owners that are starting off. And when you are starting off in, in an entrepreneur lifestyle, how can you look at your financial statement and budgeting? yeah so like i said the first step is just to actually get everything written down the first step is make sure that you're writing everything down and so if you're like me i i have 
more credit cards than I probably need to use. And so just making sure you're capturing all the information. So the first step is to make sure you're accumulating all of your information. That's step one. And so then you can truly get a full picture of what's coming in and what's going out. And then as you start to budget, I always recommend clients be very honest with yourself. If you are someone who you know, look, as much as I know I can save money by, by eating at home and spending $200 or $300, I'm just not going to do that. Because you also, when you're budgeting, I, I tell people, don't always restrict yourself because that can get very, um, you feel constricted. And a lot of times you rebel and you're just like, forget it, I'm not doing it. So when you're creating your budget, be sure that you add things that you genuinely enjoy. And so if your enjoyment is dining out, factor that into your budget. If your enjoyment is, I don't like to, to drive, I, I, I need to have drivers support me and, you know, factor in whatever brings you joy. If you know you need a vacation or whatever it is, factor it in. So that way, as you're looking at your expenses and your income, sometimes it's not always a matter of what can I reduce? So I'm looking at your income. Is it an income issue to where it was like, no, maybe you need to raise your rates or maybe you need to offer maybe this service isn't something that you love to offer, but you know that it's going to bring in your income. You can focus on that income generation. And then as you grow your income and that gets consistent, especially as a new business owner, then you can start wiping, getting rid of the things that you don't necessarily enjoy. So that way you can really now leverage the things that light you up. But I would say writing everything down, being really honest about your expenses and identifying how you're generating income and, and, and being transparent about maybe it's not something you love, 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 but if you can bring in the income and it can free you up to now spend more time where you love and thrive and build that side, con consider that. So those are some tips that I usually would, would give out. And then just like I said, not feeling so much like you're um, preventing yourself from doing things you enjoy. And lastly, as business owners, especially when you are generating income, have a budget for taxes. Because what you don't want to do is generate and bring in all this income and you have not accounted for taxes and then you're surprised at the end of the year. Because if you're in business, the goal is to make money. And the, the it's great to make money, but you also have to pay taxes. So making sure that you're being mindful. And I think obviously this depends, but depending on your income, usually at least a starting point is about 15 to 20%. Start there and just have a, a separate account for that. That's that's another question that I actually did have. How can an individual separate personal and business finances and as well develop a healthier financial mindset for their business? Yeah, so the, to, the first step is to separate it from the very beginning, if, if you can. And so you always want to make sure. And then the thing is that when you're a new business owner, you may not feel the, the need to go out and get like an, um, your own EIN number for the business. Though I recommend it because it does allow you, it makes you look like a legitimate business. So if you want to go out and get grants or loans and, and you need it for like a bank account, you can have it. But if you're someone who you have a sole proprietor and you haven't gone that far, you want to make sure you at least have a separate um, bank account. So even if you don't have a, its own EIN number, you can have a bank account at your regular bank, but just separate it out and know that, hey, all of my business income, all of my business expenses are running through this account. So the first step is to make sure you have its own account. If you do have the separate EIN number for your business, it's as simple enough as going, check with your bank, obviously, because all banks require different information to set up a bank account. But 
you want to make sure that you at least have usually it's an EIN number and then whatever at your state registration, a copy of that state registration and then your information. And you just go and get a separate business bank account. That's the starting point. And then being very mindful that if it's related to the business, try and make sure that you're only using like a debit or credit card related to the business to pay for those expenses. And when you're getting paid, making sure that you are being paid to that business account. And so that also may look like making sure that when you're accepting payments, the form of payments that you make, make sure that it's going into your business account as opposed to your personal account. And so that's one way to really support you in making it separate. If you feel like, oh no, I've like, it's all mangled together right now. It's not a problem. Just start from this point forward, separating it out and then taking time. I always recommend maybe like at least monthly, at least monthly. You want to have a money date night with yourself and where you're actually looking at your finances. So you know, you've been co-mingling throughout the month. Sit down, look at your receipts, look at your look at your bank statements and start, you know, allocating it to the proper um, places. And so that's how you can also start to help yourself. And if you know if you got a real bad, you maybe need a weekly money date night. <laughs> it's just about being honest with yourself. You really need to sit down and look at where that cash is flowing. Um, yes. You know, money is endless. There are billions and billions of dollars, but if we don't know how to work it, then we can't make it work for us. Facts. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> money is, is totally endless. And that's the that's the other thing is to keep in mind as an entrepreneur. Because your money's not especially when you're leaving corporate. You're used to your bi monthly paychecks or every other week paycheck and things like that. Understanding your your money may not be consistent as as an entrepreneur. So that's when it comes really into places. What does it cost for you to live? And so that way you are managing and putting away savings for um, for a rainy day, just in case. Especially if you have not and being honest with yourself about your nervous system. If you are no, you know you're not at a place where you can handle like, oh my gosh, I didn't make any money this month. And being okay pulling from your savings or maybe having to use a credit card, work on regulating your nervous system. I would say as a business owner, that is something I wish someone would have told me and it's not finance related, but it affects your finances is really being able to manage your nervous system and work on what beliefs you have around money. It is so, so, so important. That That is a really big mind opener because when you start looking at um, your your system, right? It's not only going to propel you to affect your lifestyle, but if you are not in the right mental space in order to do that, in order to check yourself, then things do become scattered. And it ends up being, instead of you leading with purpose, you're leading with resentment, you're leading with burnout, you're leading with confusion, right? So we do need to check ourselves and not just, you know, having money dates, but also checking where we are mentally where we are with our body, where we are with regulating um, spending, all of that is tied into our finances and our lifestyle. Ooh, spot on, spot on. Drop the mic. <laughs> and what would you mention, um, any strategies that can help manage cash flow in the early, st early stages of business? It's just understanding what needs to go out and what needs to, to, to flow in. So just have an understanding of your expenses, what's necessary versus what's not. And then also really focusing on income generating tasks. 
because our our energy, right? We have to manage our energy. And I think sometimes, especially when we're starting out, we feel we have in our mind of, oh, we think we need all these bells and whistles and it's causing cash to flow out, but you're not seeing the cash flow in from those transactions. So really be mindful and get honest with what's generating income. If hustling on social media is not generating income, and I don't want to say hustling on social media, but if showing up on social media all day, you you look and you're like, wait a minute, I don't make money from that. Look at what really makes you money. What really makes you money? Maybe it's emails. Maybe it's going out and actually talking to people. But whatever it is, really have an understanding of what brings in what it brings in your money. So looking at systems like what where are you generating your leads from? Because if you're not making money, you don't really have a business. And so just being really honest about that, um, that will support you in having the cash flow to come in, making sure that you have systems. Um, systems are going to be important for you. Um, tracking data. And it sounds kind of boring, like, yeah, I'm anti. I feel like I'm kind of anti <laughs> of data sometimes. I'm also a projector for anyone who's a human design. So it's like, you know, I'm kind of like a little free bit and stuff like But you need systems. Systems will save you. So being able to actually track your information is going to be super important. And then again, just making sure that you are saving because as you're managing cash flow, you do want to make sure that you have some sort of nest egg. And so I recommend saving, but also creating, um, I'm not anti-credit, I'm not anti-debt. I'm all for creating options for yourself. And so as you're building your business, making sure in addition to building your personal credit and being mindful of that, also be building your business credit because you, you I always recommend have credit available to you before you need it. And hopefully you won't need it. But it makes it, it's so much easier when you already have this foundation in place where should you should you need to manage cash flow in the beginning or you need access to capital, you have already been working on your personal credit to make sure that as you're building, because a lot of times your business credit is built upon your personal credit. You want to make sure that you have already started working on your personal credit or you've established it so that way you can leverage um, having business credit to support and capital needs. Also, look, in, look at grants. There are so many organizations, especially for women, who want to give women-owned business grants. So, you know, you can Google that. You can find Hello Alice is great because um, there are always tons of grants that they offer on Hello Alice. Check out LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great um, area as well where there are people who are posting about grants. So leverage free money as well to to support you in the beginning phases of having a business and building capital. Wow, that, that is such great information. Thank you, Alex. This is oh, something yeah. that we, we definitely need to start looking more, right? Yes, there's all this information on how to do your taxes, on how to strategize your business, but grants, free money, remembering that there's other options out there, that's something that we need more information about, more resources about. And if you're willing to go out and do the research, start there, right? Start yes. on how you can get others to invest in you and what you offer. Yes, it's it's really important because the thing is, is there are so many ways to get and earn money. It's 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 insane. I work with a gentleman. He um had a real estate business and he was like, banks aren't giving me money. And I recommend I was like, have you considered angel investing? Like the people invest in you and you have to have a business plan. That's another thing. If you don't have a business plan and you're starting a business, look to have a business plan. So that way, if investors do want to invest in you. You can show like, what are your projections? What are you, 
What is the business looking to actually produce over the years? And people, they want, they want to be passive in nature. And if you know how to run the business and you can generate income and you don't mind sharing some of the profits or paying interest, there, there are people who are willing to invest. And it's really about having the conversations and also just being aware that this is an option. That is another mic drop. That is <laughs> exactly what we need and what I need to do here because when you are just starting off, the big world looks scary, right? There's so many options. But when you have somebody to hold your hands, right, and coming coming back to that community, coming back to that support, and coming back to that information base, you don't have to be alone, right? You're, you're never alone in this world, especially when you're starting off. There's so many businesses out there that they gave you just the platform, the foundation. And we can continue using that to understand our own impact in life, right? Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, is there any way that we can contact you? Is there uh, any information you can give the audience if they would like to work for you? Yeah, so I am in the in the process. I, I'm, I've been on vacation, so I'm just getting back in the swing of things. But I'm actually, I actually have a course that really supports, actually, it basically was my four steps that I personally use to save over $24,000 in one year and really create my exit strategy to leave corporate and start my own business. And so I actually have put that all up into a course. And so I have a wait list and you can just access that in the link in my bio. And so that will be released very, very soon. And so right now that's the best way to work with me. If you, um, I will open my book soon for tax consultations, but that's closed currently. But the course is definitely going to be your best option. And I just, I poured my heart into it because I know what it was like to be alone and have to figure these things out in my trial and error. And so I was like, you don't have to do that anymore. Um, and so it'll be a great way to support, basically get your exit strategy, but it could be for anything, right? Whether it's starting, getting the, the business, or now you're, maybe you're in a space where you're ready to pivot the business and you really want to make sure, is my financial house in order to where you can do that? and be confident about it. And so, yes. And you can just put the link in my bio on Instagram at Alexandria Chanel underscore CPA. Um, and yeah. Well, I definitely look forward to viewing more of your strategies, Alex. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me.